1: New York Giants fans and welcome to the Thursday May 7th edition of the Valentine's Views podcast here on Big Blue View Radio part of your SB Nation family of podcasts we're coming to you on NFL schedule release day as we wait for the Thursday evening release of the full 2020 NFL schedule obviously uh, we know that uh, the current uh, pandemic situation could impact the uh, the 2020 NFL season, but for now the league is forging ahead putting together a full 17-week, 16-game schedule and we will find out what that is tonight. Obviously, we've known for a while who the Giants opponents will be in 2020. We've posted that on a couple of occasions at Big Blue View posted uh, five potential storylines for the 2020 season, you know, that the deal with opponents uh we posted that a couple of days ago at Big Blue View. Uh you know, please uh you know, stop by the site, check that out if you haven't done so already. Um just uh, a couple of things uh, in regards to the schedule, really only one thing. Just uh, crossing my fingers and hoping that the NFL does something a little bit more original than having the Giants open yet another season against the Dallas Cowboys. So uh, we'll see how that goes. We'll see what happens in a few hours. Uh, obviously, you'll probably see schedule leaks throughout the day on Twitter, and uh, you know we'll we'll pass some of those along if we if we see that they're from you know what we consider to be credible sources. But you'll get uh, you'll get all of the details on that schedule by the end of Thursday. So we'll look forward to that as the NFL continues to to roll out little bits of news leading up to the 2020 NFL season. A couple of other things we're going to do for you today here on the Valentine's Views podcast. We've been playing for you interviews with either coaches or bloggers, you know, people that have uh, knowledge of some of the Giants' draft choices. Today we're going to hear from a couple of uh, of head coaches of college programs regarding, you know, players that that uh, are now on the Giants roster had the opportunity the other day to speak with University of South Carolina head coach Will Muschamp about seventh-round pick T.J. Brunson, a linebacker. And, yes, I know he's a seventh-round pick. I know that when you listen to the interview, you'll hear me say sixth-round pick. I know that's not correct. But, you know, to be honest with you, I wasn't going to uh, – to. Pretty much, you know, re-record the entire interview because I because I I misspoke and and said the incorrect round when I was talking to Coach Must So just so you know, I know that Brunson was a seventh round pick by the Giants. The other player who is a Giant is Kyle Markway, who was signed uh, from South Carolina as an undrafted free agent tight end. We get, uh, we get some insights from coach, coach Muschamp on both players as we look forward to the time when, uh, when your New York Giants can finally get on the field and, and begin on-field preparations for the 2020 NFL season, whatever form that takes. The other thing that, uh, that I'm going to play for you is part of an interview that I did with UConn coach Randy Edsel. Did this interview shortly after the NFL draft. Wrote about it at Big Blue View, just like I I wrote on uh, on Wednesday about uh, the, the interview that I did with Coach Muschamp. But I haven't to this point had an opportunity to play any of that interview with Coach Edsel for you here on the podcast. So I'll do that. Uh, I'll do that today. So let's get to those interviews right now. The first one you're going to hear is South Carolina coach Will Muschamp talking about T.J. Brunson and Kyle Markway. Uh, But extremely intelligent, made all the calls for us, uh,
2: but is a a very physical player at the point of attack, plays well in space, and I think he'll be a good addition to the organization. Um, Kyle's uh, went through some injuries early in his career here, I uh, had a, a first rib injury, I uh, had a foot injury, uh, he battled through all of those things and really was a productive player for us the last two years. Can block at the point of attack, he's also a threat in the passing game because he catches the ball extremely well and he has good ball skills, uh, but again, I think he'll be a, a, a good addition to the organization as well.
1: Let's talk about TJ a little bit. At the NFL level, you expect him to be, uh, to be mostly an inside guy?
2: Yeah, I think he's a, he's an inside backer. I think he can, uh, you know, play at both at the mic and the will. And a guy that uh, again, you know, is an instinctive player. Uh, does a really good. He can runs well in space. I think he's going to be a viable member on special teams. Uh, he was a, on the punt team here for four. Starter on our punt team for four straight years. Uh, so he's a guy that's a, that because of his speed and space. He's he's very viable to the organization
1: and you know he was i think uh 6th round draft choice um is that a round where you thought he might go is that early late um
2: you know what... it's a, it's a, you know the draft is always the I had a nip holder and unless they're just a definite first round you know early round pick it just it's all about who, who likes you. i was really shocked that tj did not get invited to the combine i was i was floored Uh, you know, I certainly think he deserved that opportunity. And I do think that not having a pro day, not having some other opportunities to meet with NFL people hurt TJ because TJ is a bright guy. And when you meet TJ, you want him in your locker room. So I I do think that, you know, the, the situation we're going through didn't help a guy like TJ or Kyle for that matter. I mean, both these guys are very bright. Both these guys present themselves well. They communicate well, They're good people. Uh, so again, I think that uh, you know the, the the situation that we all have gone through has hurt hurt some guys like this.
1: And and in terms of of TJ, what is his skill set? You said he made the calls for you guys. Is he a guy that 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 can that can cover the pass as well as as well as play some run defense?
2: Yeah, he plays well in space because he runs extremely well. He's an instinctive player, uh, but he's a guy that uh, that I think's got a. Uh, a good upside there in the organization, and, and uh, I think they'll do a good job with it.
1: So, so let's talk about let's talk about about Kyle a little bit. Um, what what is his skill set? Is he a, a a three down tight end, a guy that can block as well as catch? Um, do yeah,
2: I mean, I think that you know, again, I, I you know, it, nowadays, and whether it's in pro football or college football, uh, you know, one of the hardest positions to find is is a tight end because they're either a slug you can't run or they're they're a receiver that won't block anybody at the point of attack. Kyle's going to be a guy that's going to be able to block at the point of attack and be a threat in the passing game uh, because he does have he runs good routes he's got really good hands Uh, so he's a guy that can can give you you know some things in the passing game and some things in the running game and those guys are hard to find and uh, I think that's why yeah, the, the, the tight end position and really, to, in my honesty, the linebacker position and the fullback position are the three hardest positions to find because no one's playing those positions in high school anymore. Uh, it's kind of a lost start at those three positions. Uh, all the linebackers are rushing the passer. As I said before, the tight ends are, you know, they're, they're playing wide out or, or they're just blocking at the point of attack and they're not doing both. But Kyle can give you a little variety in the run game and pass game.
1: You know, it, it's always hard to project what these guys are, are going to be. Well, let's, let's, you know, TJ, for example, do you think that down the line he can be a an every down, you know, starting linebacker at the NFL level?
2: I do, because I think it, from a speed standpoint, he's going to be a guy that can cover and play in space. He can give you a little pass rush ability when he needs to, uh, but he's he's a guy that can play the two-back run game, he can play the one-back run game, and he can play in space. And I think that's where, you know, a lot of people question you know, watch where linebackers get taken off the board uh, when they when they can't play on third down and they can't cover. And TJ's shown the ability to cover some really good backs in our league.
1: Yeah, how does a guy like that last until the sixth round then? Yep, and, and, and is Kyle a guy who would be you know down the line a second tight end, a third tight end, or 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 a guy with 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 enough upside that he can be a starter?
2: Well, again, I think that that all depends on the situation of the Giants, and I don't really know that situation. I, I do know that Kyle's very intelligent. I do know that Kyle catches the ball well. He understands concepts well. He runs good routes. Uh, so see what happens.
1: Giants fans, let's take a quick break right now for a word from our SB Nation sponsors. When we come back, we will hear from UConn coach Randy Edsel as he discusses Giants' third-round pick, offensive tackle Matt Pert.
4: man i tell you what uh, i think uh, i think the giants made a tremendous uh selection um you know with matt you know they're gonna they're gonna get a young man who is um extremely talented who's um, a very hard worker uh he's gonna be really good in the locker room he's gonna be he's very coachable he hasn't uh reached his full potential yet and he's one of those kids that uh Is like a sponge, you know, he just wants to get better and he's going to do whatever you ask him to do. And he's going to give you his best effort, you know, each and every day. And plus for us, you know, he was a, he was a a really good leader. So, um, I think, I think that, uh, you know, the giants are are getting a real good one and somebody that's going to just continue to get better. Um, you know that he as as he's within their organization, and that's exactly what he did for us.
1: It's uh, you know Joe Judge used the phrase, and and I've never actually heard an NFL coach put it this way before. He used the phrase that Matt isn't tapped out in terms of his potential, which I think he was talking about both his body and his physical ability. Uh, do you do you like that phrase? You know when you think about Matt.
4: Yeah, I do because that was the same stuff that I've been saying. <laughs> you know.
1: Oh, did he steal I, I, it from you?
4: Well, I don't know. I'm not going to say that uh, Joe Joe stole it from me, but that's that's what I that's what I told all the uh, all the scouts and all the personnel people that uh, you know that I talked to. I just said, you know, the the good thing for me for to, for me to be able to talk about Matt is he's not a guy that's maxed out. You know, some of these guys, you know they're not going to get any better. You know, to me, Matt Perk is still on the rise and he hasn't even come close to Max out where, you know, his ability can take him. So, uh, you know, I read some of the comments that, uh, you know, that Joe, Joe said, and Dave said, and I've known Dave for, for a long time. And, um, I agree a whole, I agree a hundred percent with exactly what they were saying about Matt. And, uh, and I think that, uh, they understood, you know, the kind of player that they were going to get and the value that was there when he was available. And, um, like I said, I think it's just a great situation, you know, for him and what they're looking for him to do. And, you know, they're going to end up reaping, you know, reaping the benefits and Matt's going to just, you know, do all the things he wants to, you know, you know, we had, I had Will Beatty. I had coached Will Beatty at uh, UConn when Will got drafted by the Giants. And, uh, you know, Will was a little bit more athletic, but same, same type of guy, you know, that Will wasn't the finished product, you know, and, um, you know, I see the same thing, you know, out of Matt. And Matt knows that's not, uh, you know, that's not an indictment on him. I think it's a, it's a, it's a positive for him. He just hadn't played a whole lot of football and uh you know like i said his body's going to get you know even mature even more where he's going to become um bigger and stronger and he'll even be more dominant and like i said just with uh the more reps the more coaching uh that he gets um he's going to be that much better uh with his fundamentals and with his uh, uh technique
1: you know, Coach. I was going to ask you about Will Beatty. You know, because obviously you recruited Will. You know, you coached Will. He had a and Will had a pretty decent career with the Giants until you know injuries kind of got in the way. Would you Would you say that you know when you look at Matt, is he a guy that that can have that kind of a career or better?
4: I think he can. You know, I think that um, I think physically. I think Matt might be able to hold up longer than what Will did. But in terms of, uh, you know, what they can give to the Giants, you know, I think that's, you know, Matt can do the same same thing. And, um, you know, where Will, like I said, Will – I think Will was more of a left tackle, and <clears throat> Matt's probably more of a right tackle. But I can see the same thing. I can see if Matt can stay healthy, I think you can see a 12 to 15 year player in the NFL if he wow. can stay healthy. There's no doubt in my mind. I think, I think you know when I was you know looking at the situation and and seeing that um, you know again what the Giants the what the expectations are for the Giants. I think this is a perfect situation. You know for Matt and I think he goes in there he learns whether it's you know this year and then he ends up whether it's second year or the third year he becomes you know he can become a starter shoot I just think he's going to be he's going to be ready to go you know and then he's still going to continually to continually will get better you know and the good thing is he I think he can play either left or right I think Ultimately, I think he's a little bit more of a right tackle, in my opinion. Uh, But if you need him over on the left, you know, he could do that, you know. But I really think that this is an ideal situation, and I think it's a great situation for him in terms of the progression of where he is in his career. He's a very steady kid. You know, that's the thing. You never see him get too high. You never see him get too low. He's very um, businesslike. You know, he's... um, he's a he's a good teammate you can have fun with him uh you can joke around with him he's got a a good sense of humor he's got a good personality um you know and again he's one of those kids that you know each year that I was that I've been with him you can see him get better and you can see you know he puts the effort in he doesn't he doesn't listen to what other people around him really say in terms of his peers, his teammates. He has an, he has a mindset that he wants to be as good as he can be. He's going to go do that.
1: And that's our show for today, Giants fans. Thank you for listening. As always, please remember to subscribe to Big Blue View Radio on all of your favorite podcast applications if you haven't done so already. Also, please, uh, please stay safe out there. Follow all of the, uh, all of the current guidelines so that we can all stay safe so that we can have NFL football in the fall so that fans can attend those games. All right, Giants fans, as I said, thank you for listening and we'll talk to you soon. Bye bye.